Welcome to Happy Hour with the Three Tomatoes. And no matter what time of the day you're listening, shouldn't every hour be happy? Cheers and enjoy the episode. Use my hand to uh, lay hands on the body in a series of hand positions across your torso, your head, your back, and grounding your feet to facilitate and move energy, universal life force energy, which is the definition of Reiki. That's Danielle Martin, a former stressed out ad exec who became a Reiki master. She talked with this week's host, Ronnie Jenkins, about the healing art of Reiki and its benefits to calm, balance, and reduce stress. And just before the interview, Ronnie experienced her first Reiki session. Listen in to this fascinating discussion. I'm Ronnie Jenkins. With me is my good friend, Danielle Martin. Danielle is a Reiki master, healer, an intuitive transformation life coach, and co-owner of Amityville Apothecary, which is a wonderful store, by the way. If you're on Long Island, I encourage you to go there. Uh, The shop is a metaphysical shop specializing in remedies for the mind, body, and soul. They do Reiki healing and coaching services. They're available by appointment to individuals and also to corporate environments. So again, visit the shop on Long Island. Or you can look Danielle up at at lightworkersunite.biz. We're doing this version of our happy hour podcast um, here together, which is wonderful. And Danielle just actually performed a Reiki treatment on me. It was my first time and I've always wanted to do one of those and it's wonderful. So we are going to talk a little bit about that. And um, first of all, why don't you tell me how you got into Reiki? For the listeners, Ronnie and I know each other from my previous corporate career, which was 20 years spent in advertising in New York City, which was a very high pressure, high stress, lots of travel uh, career that I enjoyed. But ultimately, after such a long time doing that, I found myself in a state of adrenal fatigue and burnout. And I've I was faced with a lot of anxiety and stress and um, really burned out. So a number of years back, I was introduced to Reiki, and it helped me enormously in terms of uh, relaxation and replenishment of mind and body. And I incorporated it as part of my, uh, my wellness regimen. And then I have a number of friends that are mediums, and they just look at me and they're like, Danielle, are you going to get started doing Reiki already? You're a healer. Like, it's time. Get going. So that began my journey. And I think that's amazing. I mean, we talk about um, second acts a lot with the three tomatoes, and especially as you, as people start to age, you know, it's that sort of corporate rat race, like you were talking about. And certainly I experienced that as so many of our other friends that we've you know, come in contact with in, in our previous lives, I guess. So, you know, I think it's uh, amazing that you found this other opportunity there that was hidden within you, basically, yeah. as your friends were pointing out to you for many, many years. And I, and I could just see the change in you in terms of, you know, how relaxed you are and at peace and calm and everything like that. So um, I think a lot of our listeners may not know what Reiki is, so you want to give a, a little explanation of, of what it is, and then I'll, I'll tell you some of my feeling, feelings about it after um, yeah. you just did that wonderful treatment on me. Yeah, definitely. So it's funny because I actually didn't know what it was either when 
starting to incorporate meditation into my life. And then Reiki was brought up to me, and I was like, what is that? You know, and, and actually one of my massage therapists incorporated Reiki as part of her treatment. And what Reiki is, is it's an energy healing modality that um, was rediscovered or originated in Japan. So it's Eastern medicine, and it relates to our energy bodies, because really as humans, we are all energy. Our body replenishes, but we're souls within a body. As a healing modality, I use my hands to uh, lay hands on the body in a series of hand positions across your torso, your head, your back, and grounding your feet to um, facilitate and move energy, universal life force energy, which is the definition of Reiki. It's the energy around us that moves you know, the, the trees and the sun and everything and, and just is very nourishing and replenishing for your body and is balancing. So releasing everything that we carry within us across all of our bodies, our physical, our emotional, our mental, and our spiritual bodies. So releasing what no longer serves us and then nourishes the body with that universal life force energy. And in my experience, what, what you just had, you, you came to my house, you bought your massage table I think what other people yeah. would kind of just recognize it by is massage table it was very comfortable you played some very um, zen music in the background and I laid there for 45 minutes clothed so what's different than a massage mm -hmm. right is that I, I had you know my my gym gear on and I just laid there with my eyes closed as you put your hands as you mentioned in, in different parts of my body and I felt the heat coming off of it and you would also put some crystals on where um it sounded like some kind of bell you were ringing some some sort of bell you want to talk about what you were doing yeah <laughs> yeah a tuning fork a tuning okay. fork um i have a tuning fork which uh, vibrates at the tone of ohm so it's very clearing and neutralizing so a lot of people use sage or palo santo to clear the energies in a room tuning forks are another way to do that and crystals are also a beautiful way to heal. So I often incorporate crystals as part of my healing sessions as well, because crystals have perfect uh, molecular structure in terms of conducting energy, and there's different various benefits um, and healing properties of crystals, which serve different purposes based on the needs of my clients. So what I did is I checked the, uh, the balance and alignment of Rani's chakras using my hands. So I'm looking for any sorts of blockages across the seven main body chakras because my hands are very sensitive to energy. And, and I can... What are those chakras? Sorry. So yeah, the chakras, what chakra means, it's a Sanskrit word for a little energy vortex. So similar to how you breathe in and out through your nostrils, our body actually does absorb energy through our main chakras. And each chakra starting at your root, which is down at the base of your spine. Uh, then right above that in your lower abdomen is your sacral chakra. Then right above your belly button is your solar plexus. Then right where your heart is, is your heart chakra. That's the central chakra. Above that is the throat chakra. 
And then above your two eyebrows is what's known as the third eye or your brow chakra. And the top one at the top of your head is the crown chakra. And each one has a different responsibility. So the root is associated with your security, your sense of um, safety, and your sense of self. Your sacral chakra is associated with your sexuality and your creativity, your passion, your motivation, your zest for life, if you will. Uh, your solar plexus is associated with confidence and your feeling of self-worth and manifestation and abundance. So when people say trust your gut or check your belly barometer, that's your intuition talking, your higher self, and that's your solar plexus. Uh, your heart is the center of your three lower ones and your three upper chakras. And really, all that we do should be led from the heart uh, when you're making decisions. So heart over head, fear over faith. So mm -hmm. your heart chakra. Um, your throat chakra often gets bottlenecked. So if you're not speaking your truth, you may experience some tightness in your throat. And there may be a little bit of blockage there. Um, and it's a tight space. So it's... Uh, it's important to speak with kindness and love and honesty and clarity. Uh, your brow is in charge of your intuition and uh, seeing and trusting what, you're, what you know inherently rather than what your mind is telling you. And uh, the crown chakra at the top of your head is your connection to not only spirituality, but it's also the conscious collective because we all are connected in energy. So. so it's really funny as you were going through these different chakras and I had no idea what any of those things meant but as I was laying there um, and as you had mentioned as, as you had done in the past you know massage acupuncture I meditate I sleep with the diffuser on at night sometimes mm -hmm. with some essential oils in it um, but as you were moving your hands to my various chakras I, I literally had this um, you know sort of inspirational voice it was it was Denzel Washington basically <laughs> coming, here, coming out from like remember the Titans but you know really just sort of encouraging me going through different various things and then my mind was taking me to um, a really lovely place where about three years ago my boyfriend and I had visited Costa Rica and we were sitting on this black sand beach under under a tree on a very very hot day about 98 degrees and the birds were chirping and there were monkeys in the trees above and I was sort of there I had been transported in my mind to that that day in time sitting in this very nice lovely moment but as you were moving your hands to the various places I felt my mind go to different things whether it was a calming moment, something with my grandmother when I was younger, or something that, um, you know, I, I need to do in the future, or I have coming up, and it was just really interesting, I, I had no idea about that, my mind automatically went to those things, um, which was great, so where, where does this energy come from, actually? Yeah, so energy is all around us, and everybody has the ability to harness this it transcends all sorts of religion or belief. It's, it, it's available to everyone to harness. So if you think about the early Native Americans, they used to greet, greet each other and show their palms and say, 
like like how this it's 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 using energy to create each other and using your hands. I mean, you hear of Jesus who used to heal by laying on hands. There are indigenous healers throughout all parts of the world that use herbs and natural remedies. So it's um, it's something that is available to everyone and manifests. There's a, there's a wide variety of different energy healing, but uh, Reiki is a protected channel so there's a the founder is a gentleman by the name of usui who did a 21-day meditation on the top of a mountain in japan in the quest for learning more um which was sparked when his when his students said well how did jesus heal with his hands and being the scientist that he was he went out to find out how and he traveled around the world on that quest so a series of symbols came to him on the 21st day of his meditation, and um, he was gifted with the ability to attune others and teach others how to do this healing. So the attunement really kind of makes you more receptive to harnessing the universal energy and channeling it through your hands. That's why my hands get hot. Um, and it's something that I've always had but didn't understand. So I've always been more sensitive to energy that I um, now as an adult, I understand I'm empathic. So as a child, I used to walk into a school or to a mall and be very overwhelmed by feeling the intense energies or emotions of a room or other people. And um, now I've come to understand like I'm kind of like a big satellite dish. I'm a little bit more sensitive to receiving that energy. I'm also... Um, are cognizant, which is a uh, an additional like sixth sense, if you will, that certain things just kind of occur to me. They pop into my brain, and then I'll say it, and people are like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just happen to yeah. be gifted with that with that message. I don't know." But um, we all have the ability. It's almost like if you're thinking of someone and then they call, that's all. It's all interrelated. So. The energy, if you think about it, it's um, it's the feeling you get when you walk out on a sunny day and the sun starts shining brightly on your face and the wind starts blowing and it's just that light, happy, joyous feeling as compared to the heavier weight of if you're dealing with loss or heartbreak. It feels very heavy and burdensome. Or if you're stressed and you start feeling really lethargic. You can almost feel the change of energy in your own body as you visualize those moments in your life. So it's um, learning how to release those lower vibrational energies because we store everything at a cellular and energetic level in our body. And unless it's released, it can be triggered and, and reopened in a moment's notice or not notice and just uh, be brought back to that moment. So. So, so what are some of the things that can be treated with Reiki? And obviously, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's not to take away from some traditional Western medicine, Correct. right? Where, yeah. where people have a necessity mm -hmm. for some certain yeah. heart medication or whatever it may be. So, um, what are some other things, obviously, besides, you know, what I felt was just pure, you know, it was a nice meditation and very mm -hmm. relaxing. And I feel like that was a wonderful way to start my day. Yeah. So uh, to your point, I am not a doctor. I am not 
going to make diagnosis of conditions, but I do consult with my patients or my clients and I say, all right, let me understand what's going on, mind, body, spirit. So it could be stress related, it could be emotional related. I've had clients that suffer PTSD from military service or from traumas. I have people that suffer chronic physical ailments and conditions, and it helps alleviate that. So it really is balancing healing modality that complements Western medicine. It should be incorporated as part of a regular wellness regimen. And there are benefits as the Reiki continued treatments release all which doesn't serve us throughout our body. So our body has the ability to heal. I'm actually not the healer. I'm just facilitating that energy to your body and your body does the healing and the work. So you're not receiving my energy. I just basically ask to be a clear channel to facilitate and move that energy into you and you get a full body treatment so that your body will place that where it's most needed. So it's complementary and calming and balanced. Interesting. So I've I've read things how uh, people should meditate, and I think it's it's becoming much more common practice now. Where yeah. whereas even ten years ago, people would just say, you know, some negative things around it. Oh, you know, why do I need to meditate? But I've read I've read that you should meditate twice a day for about twenty minutes. Um, can you talk about Reiki and the treatment and mm-hmm. how long that is? Yeah. Um, and how often maybe people should be doing that? Sure. Well, any amount is beneficial. So even if you were to come for one treatment, there's benefit to that, and it's very relaxing and nurturing, and you'll receive benefit from that. Meditation, definitely an ideal is to do at least 20 minutes a day daily, and it's more beneficial to do that every day than to try to do an hour once a week. So you could even start with meditation five minutes a day. Equally important is spending time out in nature because Mother Nature is very nurturing. So it's very grounding to be connected with nature by being out on a hike. People talk about hugging a tree, but for as tall as a tree is, it is equally as rooted in the earth. So it it gathers and garners all of the nutrients and, and healing properties from inside of the earth crystals have similar benefits from all those years, millions of years being compressed energetically under heat and pressure. And um, so there's a lot of healing benefits of like taking your shoes off and running your feet through the grass. Very grounding and healing. Um, Getting fresh air is really important. So taking a break from the office and taking a five minute walk around the the block, Um, just getting some fresh air or sunshine. So Reiki, when I meet with clients, I offer the first the first treatment at a discounted rate. And they say, well, give it a try and see how you feel. It's detoxifying. So drinking a lot of water is also really important. And then if they decide they want to continue, at that point, based on their specific needs, it may be a recommendation to do one treatment every week for an hour or every other week. It really is dependent on what the goals mm-hmm. are. If it's... um. If it's a chronic condition, I do have the ability to attune my clients so that they can also go home with like a homework assignment, if you will, and give themselves their own self-reiki treatment so that when they come to see me, it's almost like the volume's turned up because I've had so much more um, extensive training and attunements. It's just a little bit more intense where I can give the added uh, 
extra focus benefit, but there's um, there's great benefit to even a Reiki one training and attunement of knowing how to give yourself a, a daily treatment is highly beneficial. It was amazing, and and one of the things that you did not know about me, um, you you know I have multiple sclerosis, which yeah. is a, a chronic illness and autoimmune disease, but you don't know where my scars, sclerosis means scars, are located. And one of the interesting things to me was that as I was laying on the table, your hands went to exactly the position where my scars are on my spine. And you you had your hands laying on them for, I, I think, maybe about five minutes, it seemed to me, in that one section. And I just thought that was amazing how in tune you were because your hands didn't go on any other part, but it was that one section where I, where I know my, I have my MS and luckily, uh, knock on wood, I'm, I'm doing well, but I, I definitely felt the the healing come through on that, which was great. Um, another thing I want to mention, because you did talk about crystals is that your shop has an amazing, amazing variety of, of crystals and, um, other things in addition, you know, to, um, these events that you're hoping that you're hosting as well at the, at the shop. But if people just like crystals, I know I picked up a few last time I was in there. Um, and I think they're great and, and crystals, you know, as you mentioned, have their own healing powers there. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about Reiki. You talked about um, Jesus actually yeah. in the, in the healing hands, which mm -hmm. was interesting. So is, is Reiki a religion? Is it associated with a religion? It's not a religion. Religion is really a, a man created organization mm. that, that varies based on those specific needs but it is a spiritual practice because there's there's more than what we understand and you know there's something to the planetary movements and the energies of the moon that make the tides go up and down and the sun come out and our world keep going around and around. So in terms of being able to harness that and facilitate that for healing, it is um, a spiritual healing modality, but it's not, it, it's non-denominational. It's available to everyone as human beings here for the planet and to bring healing and nurturance. So um, it's not anything I would say, even if you don't believe, if you're agnostic, you still receive the benefit of it. It's, it's, really a celebration of um, being alive and, yeah. and and enjoying nature and being attuned with nature. So I think it's so important that, I mean, you know, to incorporate that along with your daily meditation, with your, you know, drinking water and living healthy, as, as you said, just getting out with nature. I know my motto is always, as long as it's above 28 degrees and not pouring or, or snowing, I'm outside doing something every single day, even if, even if it's just 20 minutes and just that, that those little moments of time to just breathe the air, um, look up at the sky, listen to the birds and, and just be aware around you is just, you know, something to me that, that helps me start my day yeah. or, or just provide clarity if I have a stressful moment or, or something that's providing me anxiety. So, um, now in terms of, choosing a Reiki master because we have this national podcast mm -hmm. that goes out. Um, you know, I know you offer sessions virtually yes. as well yeah. too. And uh, maybe you can explain a little bit about that, but if, if there are people who want to experience it, that, you know, maybe some of our San Francisco or mm -hmm. LA listeners, what is your advice on how they should choose a Reiki master? Yeah. Well, there's, 
There's varying degrees of Reiki practitioners. Um, a Reiki master is someone who has dedicated themselves to the most amount of training uh, and the highest levels of attunement. So I think in total I spent about three years going through all of the education and advanced techniques and I'm always learning and, um, and meeting with other healers. I like to receive hands-on treatments just as much as I like to give treatments. Um, there is the, the availability of distant or absent Reiki treatments because essentially as we're all energy, I have the ability to call in your energetic form. So it's the same benefit as if you're standing right here in front of me. Now, I happen to be very tactile. I like touch and I love the comfort of you know, receiving a Reiki treatment. It's like a warm hug. It's very relaxing. And I'm usually snoring on the table, which is a beautiful thing. Um, so there's benefit to both. If somebody has like a long, long standing, they want to include, well, this is part of their wellness regimen. I can definitely do in person and then continue with absent treatments as part of that ongoing treatment. Um, increasingly, Reiki is becoming more well known. There's more hospitals that are actually um, accepting and in including or touting the benefits or um, exploring the benefits of the complementary nature of it. I know the VA hospitals do also provide it to veterans, which is awesome. There are independent Reiki healers. If you check with uh, metaphysical shops or if you do a search online, there's the IARP, which is the International Association of Reiki Practitioners. Uh, so you can find local Reiki healers in your neighborhood. And um, I think it's worth giving it a try and being open-minded to it. Not all healers are the same. For example, my business partner at the shop, Dina, not only is she a Reiki healer, but she also is a crystal expert, a crystal healer that has advanced certifications and trainings in laying on crystals. And she's also a Tibetan sound bowl healer. So her treatment is a different style than mine, that mine's more traditional to the Isui Reiki um, standard format, but then she'll do a combination of her Reiki healing paired with the Tibetan sound bowl healing, paired with the crystal laying on crystals as a combination, and each are beautifully effective. I think it's, um, you know, a big part of the shop and, and our mission there is to celebrate the different ways that um, bring comfort, healing, and relaxation and balance to people's lives. If it's oils, if it's crystals, if it's Reiki, if it's meditation. So really providing more understanding and, um, and community surrounding all of those types of modalities. And that's awesome. And I, I have to add that you did ask me if I was okay with scents. And you put some essential oil mm -hmm. on me that was amazing. And it was created by a mutual friend of ours, yeah. Jill Griffith. So yeah. we have to give Jill, a, I have to give her a thank you too, and you <laughs> as well, and a shout out. And what's, what's Jill's company again now that she just started that? Yeah, Jill's an amazing clinical, uh, clinically trained aromatherapist. And her company's name is Flourish Aromatherapy. aromatherapy. And she's actually collaborating with us at the shop that she's going to be our resident aromatherapist mm -hmm. coming in and scheduling uh, specific hours where she'll be able to consult with clients, create custom blends for 
their specific needs and desires and goals, but she also does this independently at her business, Flourish Aromatherapy. Awesome. Danielle, I'm I'm so relaxed and I just love you. I like love I you. think, you know, big love session. And I I cannot thank you enough for doing this. Um, as you know, our, our podcast is called the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour. So we'll raise our, our cup of tea yeah. and give a little clink <laughs> to our audience. Um, again, Danielle is a, a Reiki master healer. She is co-owner of a shop, Amityville Apothecary out on Long Island. Um, give your website again, please, where people can. Yeah. So the shop's website is amityvilleapothecary.com. And my independent Reiki website is lightworkersunite.biz. And it's been an absolute honor. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to introduce you to Reiki and to introduce me to your amazing audience. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day.